0: Hey everyone, Bill here with Field of Geeks, a.k.a. Billy Creston of Billy Creston Gaming on YouTube. Um, Wanted to give my thoughts on Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Um, If I had to sum up the experience in two words, it would be holy and shit, in that order. Um, My God, what an impressive movie. Um, Getting to the pros and cons here in a little bit, but... Cast was on point. Um, Sam Raimi knocked it out of the park. This is above and beyond any expectation I had of the film. Um, I I almost left the, the theater speechless, honestly. I mean, I was grinning from ear to ear and I couldn't shut up the entire ride home, but I was pretty much speechless after leaving the theater. It was... What a tremendous movie. Um, so the main thing that I loved about it is of course, you know, it's continuing the story from such, uh, titles as, you know, of course, Spider-Man, no way home. Um, but really you have to go back a little further than that. You have to look at, um, Wanda vision. You have to look at Loki a little bit and I'll kind of get into why. Um, But yeah, and of course you have to look at what if because there are some roughness. If you liked Evil Dead 2, you're definitely going to love this movie. Um, So without any further ado, spoilers ahead, obviously. So um, let me get into what I didn't like about the movie, first of all, um, because it's a very short list compared to what I did like about it. So the bad thing about this movie and the bad thing about a lot of trailers, and I think even Kevin Feige... Um, Agreed with this statement and you know said it on whatever it was in an interview on Twitter who the hell knows but the trailer gave away so much about the big surprises in this film Um, but there are some that you have to see the movie to get Um, I I really don't like when trailers do that when they show you all the best bits of a film not that this one really did that but it did give away a lot of uh, a lot of cameo type stuff. Like it gave away the fact that Patrick Stewart was in the movie, uh, that he was going to have his classic uh, yellow wheelchair from the comics. Um, it gave that away. It gave away like a little glimpse of um, Peggy Carter's shield from What If, like the Captain Carter shield. Um, so we'll get into that in a little bit here. Um But it gave away a lot. And I didn't really like that. Um, But I'll get into what I did like. So. And I'll kind of go through. Kind of jump back and forth a little bit here. Um, First thing I want to say. Is that. You know. Of course what I've already said. This is Sam Raimi at his best. If you're a Raimi fan. Phenomenal movie. Absolutely loved it. It is. Tone wise. And the amount of kind of body horror, gore, um, all that kind of like supernatural aspect to it. It's way, way different from anything the MCU has done film-wise. Um, so I, I kind of compare this to what Moon Knight did for the series on, um, all the series that they have on like Disney Plus, right? Where it was something totally different that we'd never seen before. And I think really with Doctor Strange, um, just the background of his character, especially in the comics and the things that he's done. I mean, he's he's literally fought against the devil. So this is really like kind of where you needed to go with this movie. Uh, So it was super cool. Um, Let's get right into the the meat and the bones of it. I'm not going to get into the story and all that. I mean, go see it for yourself. That's all I can say. But be warned that I am getting into spoiler territory. So if you haven't seen it, stop it right here. Um, the biggest surprise for me and the, the moment that totally make me, made me geek in my pants and had my jaw on the floor. And I was super f- fucking stoked about John Krasinski as Reed Richards. Holy shit. I was not expecting that. That was so cool. And if, He's going to helm the, like, if he's going to be Reed Richards in the actual, like, MCU version of the Fantastic Four, and I'm all for it. Because he did, for the little bit of time that he was in it, very cool. Um, of course, getting into, you know, as we mentioned, Patrick Stewart's back as Professor Charles Xavier. Um, he rolls in, in his classic yellow hover chair thing from the comics and from the cartoon and everything like that. The coolest part about that is that when he does appear on screen, there's a brief little orchestral version of the nineties X-Men animated series theme song, which, Oh my God, that sent chills down my spine hearing that that was, that was so cool. I had goosebumps from that. That was phenomenally well done. Perfectly done. Um, I did like the fact that they brought back Anson Mount for Black Bolt. So if you're not aware of the Inhumans, the TV series they tried to do with that, don't blame yourself. Because it lasted very, very little time. Um, it had great potential, but it just it just tanked so hard. Um, but to see him come back as Black Bolt, I actually find the Black Bolt character pretty intriguing um considering he's one of the most powerful members not only of the Illuminati but in the Marvel universe itself so that was cool to see him um but don't get too attached to the people that they have come in as the Illuminati so in the in the comics the Illuminati is put together as this group of uh, people who are from the basically from the superhero community um who kind of make the tough decisions that you know nobody else wants to or can make and they're made up of some pretty powerful individuals um, in this movie they included Captain Carter uh, Peggy Carter's character from What If which is pretty cool to see her actually dressed up as Cap- Captain Carter that was awesome um, and Haley Owls was phenomenal I love her anyway um, they also had a Maria Rambo version of Captain Marvel which was okay i I wasn't really expecting that but that was kind of cool too um one of the things I didn't like was that you see Mordo a lot in the trailer and I thought it was going to be the prime mordo if you if you will like the Mordo we got in dr Strange one it's not it's a multiverse variant um so America Chavez is in this movie uh, she has the power to basically rip holes into reality and um long story short her and dr strange end up going to an alternate universe um they actually say that the prime universe like the marvel movie universe um within the movies and everything that we know and love so far is the 616 universe which is kind of different because it's actually in the comics it's designated as 19999 or something like that whatever that's nerd things you don't need to know to enjoy this film, but they get sent to, um, universe eight, three, eight, which is an alternate universe. Like I said, the whole premise for that is that Wanda has gone completely off the rails. She's been, um, completely corrupted by the dark hold and she's looking for her kids. Um, for some reason, she's not looking for vision, which white vision doesn't appear in this movie at all, which I also didn't like. I thought for sure we were going to get him in it, but whatever, maybe, maybe, further on down the road um i wasn't expecting him in the film anyway because um you know how they like to put shit out before movies um like on ign there's all kinds of news and everything out there so it was i found out from a few different sources that while elizabeth olsen was doing press for the film that she had texted paul bettany and said i really miss you because she's used to doing press with him like she did with uh you know, with um, Infinity War and with WandaVision and stuff like that. So I wasn't expecting him to be in it. Um, I actually wasn't expecting the twins, uh, Billy and Tommy, to be in it. Well, not really twins, but her kids, Billy and Tommy. They reprised their roles from WandaVision, which is really cool. Kind of going all over the place here. I apologize for that. But um, so as I was saying with the Illuminati Don't get too attached to them because they are maybe on screen for 30 minutes. But the fight scene that they have with Scarlet Witch was incredible. Absolutely incredible. It was visceral. They held nothing back. It wasn't like somebody just got swatted to the side and they were off screen and that was it. She basically turned uh, Mr. Fantastic into string cheese, which was That was shocking. I was like, what the hell was that? That was cool as hell. Um, She basically pulls a Matrix move where she gets rid of Black Bolt's mouth and then he tries to scream and blows his own brains out, which was not expecting that from a Marvel film at all. Um, But yeah, and then actually seeing uh, she goes like into the mind or Charles Xavier goes into her mind trying to get the real Wanda, the good Wanda, so to speak out. Um, kind of like a dark Phoenix type situation, trying to get Jean Grey to take control back of the, the body. Um, he goes into her mindscape or astral plane or whatever you want to call it and gets his neck snapped, which I was not expecting that because Charles Xavier is a powerful guy. I mean, hell he created onslaught for God's sake. Um, but yeah, he gets taken out. Like they all, they all basically get taken out like little bitches. Compared to Scarlet Witch, and Scarlet Witch honestly makes Dark Phoenix look like Stilt Man. Like it, it's that freaking brutal. Um, so I love that. I mean, Scarlet Witch made an amazing villain for this film. Elizabeth Olsen did a phenomenal job playing a villain. And I always said say that the best villains are the ones that think that they're what they're doing is justified. Um, She thinks she's justified in what she's doing in this film, very much so. And I did kind of get Magneto vibes from her a little bit, so that was awesome. Um, Moving on from that, uh, I like the fact that this didn't follow the regular formula we've come to know and love from the MCU films so far. This isn't another Avengers movie. This isn't, you know, beginning, there's a conflict, they overcome it. They emerge triumphant, there's no consequences the end kind of thing. It's nothing like that. It's very much not a family film. Um, and I say that because it is a... It's obviously a PG-13 film that probably could have been an R if the MPAA had been dicks about it. Um, but it was just brutal. A um, lot of... Like I said, a lot of body horror type stuff. A lot of more... Supernatural type things. Um, Doctor Strange inhabits a alternate version of himself who is dead. So he looks like a zombie. Um, He kind of has like the creature makeup on his face. Um, It's practically done. It kind of looks like old school Raimi. I mean, that's the best way I can put it. Um, So I love the fact that they did that. That was really cool. Um, What else here? So I also want to point out that Bruce Campbell makes a uh, cameo in this scene, which I love because he's been a longtime friend and collaborator with Sam Raimi. And he even said that basically when Sam calls him and says, Hey, I got a project coming up. He's like, when do you need me there? So he's like basically got Bruce Campbell on call, which is really cool. And he has a bit part in this movie. doesn't really play like a big, uh, big role or anything like that but it's still cool to see Sam Ra- uh, Sam Raimi use Bruce Campbell in this film because I love Bruce Campbell he's a riot I love him in everything that he's in um, also America Chavez great character really um, I kind of thought she was going to be a little more along the lines of like Kate Bishop like the annoying you know teen sidekick kind of thing but she was really her own character with her own motivations her own Tragedies and that was very well done. I hope they keep that momentum going for the Ms. Marvel project that's coming up because I'll be honest with you, I'm not a big fan of Kamala Khan, and a lot of that comes from the Avengers video game. Um, but I really hope they kind of keep that momentum going with their young characters who are probably going to form like a young Avengers team at some point. Um, the... Last couple of things I will say on this that I did not like about the film. Um, the mid-credits scene kind of came out of nowhere. It was really just didn't make a whole lot of sense. But it also gives us um, a good look into what Doctor Strange 3 or future films may be. So this character that I'd never heard of, uh, played by Charlie Theron... Uh, shows up, tears a hole in reality into the um, dark dimension, which is where Dr. Strange fought Dormammu in the first film, and they go through the portal, and that's pretty much it. Um, so the mid credit scene was just kind of meh. It wasn't, you know, kind of the hype you up for the next film kind of feeling like I'd normally get from Marvel, but that's okay. We've got several more projects to look forward to coming up soon. Um I did like the end credit scene. Cause it's kind of a joke scene with uh, Bruce Campbell's character. So that was, that was cool. Left me, left me leaving on a high note. Um, it was hilarious. So I loved that. Um, I kind of like, I, I kind of like was nervous at first when I heard the runtime of this film. So the recent Marvel films have been like three hour affairs. You have to slog through, not really slog through, but you know what I'm saying? Like, they're long films. This was a little over two hours, but it felt much longer than that. And that's not a bad thing by any means. Um, like not, nothing in the story felt rushed by any means or anything like that. They did it very well. Um, I can't say enough, enough good things about this film. It's probably in contention for my top five MCU films so far. Five out of five stars. Great job. Um, love to know what you guys think of it. I uh I I want to see this again very very soon. So that's my uh two cents on it. Hope you all enjoyed it as well and take care.